Thank you for joining us again for part two of Supply Chain as the Hub to Connect to Your Organization's Use Case. Today we are speaking again with Sophie Rutherford and Dina Jackson as the transformation from value analysis to clinical integration and how it is changing the organization. Dina, I'd like to ask you the first question. What is the difference between value analysis and clinical integration? Absolutely. So the traditional model of value analysis, we've all, we're all doing it. We're all at different levels within the, um, the maturity scale. There's actually a maturity scale for, um, for value analysis, kind of moving from the traditional you know, committee structures that we've done for the last 20 years, moving towards um, clinical integration. And when we say clinical integration, what we mean by that, traditional value analysis was, you know, 25 people sitting around a table once a month making decisions on products, where now um, in an organization that has moved along that maturity scale for value analysis, it's committee structures, but usually smaller committee structures, and primarily driven by physician participation. So it's physicians making decisions on requests from their peers, and then physicians having those communications back to the requesters as to the decision of the group. Great, thank you. And Dina, what, what exactly is driving this transformation? I think the big drive is, I think number one, it's the right thing to do. I think you do need clinicians talking to clinicians about decisions around product selection. Um, of course, one of the big drivers is the need to reduce cost in healthcare today. So in order to do that, we can't just approve everything that comes across the desk of supply chain. And, you know, this physician wants it and, you know, his buddy says it's okay and their department director signs off on it. And next thing you know, it's, you know, we've added half a million dollars in spend to the system. So we have to be very methodical about how we make decisions about products coming into the organization now. And in order to do that, it can't be supply chain saying, no, you can't have it. It has to be a group of their peers that are making those determinations and then delivering the results. Perfect. Thank you so much. And Sophie, what can we do today to set the stage for our future state? So setting the stage is going to be, having a plan is going to be the starting point. So creating that plan, identifying the teams, and then most crucial is having the tools and the technology that you need to deliver on those goals and those plans. Um, you know, being a technology provider, you want to have, uh, you want to have access to data and, and have the ability to share that data within your organization and with the teams that are working on those projects. So, um, you know, having the tools and the technology is key. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, Sophie talks about data and it's so funny. We, I've known Sophie for quite a while now and I remember the first time I met her, she made a comment to me around data and said that data is the DNA of the supply chain. And I have never forgot it and I preach it to my teams you can't, we cannot do our work without access to data. And in order to have that, we, the one thing about healthcare is we have the data. We have piles and piles and piles of data. We just don't have necessarily the appropriate tools to mine that data. So lining up those tools, as Sophie suggested, and making sure that you, you know, that you, you understand what's in the market that can help you get to that next step. And sometimes it's not in the market. Some, you know, I do know a lot of organizations, we actually did it at um, Providence St. Joe's, where, you, sometimes you build it yourself. If you have the resources and the, and the talent within your organization or can bring in an outside company and you, need, you have a gap to fill as far as technology, you build it yourself, so. Great, thank you. And one last question for you, Sophie. 
what do you feel is needed to get to CQO, to get to cost, quality, and outcomes? Sure. As Dina mentioned, data is the DNA for supply chain, and data is the starting point for CQO. So having that data, identifying the gaps in that data, and then putting together a plan to fill those gaps and um, you know, connect all of the data points that are required to get to CQO is going to be uh, necessary to, to begin the process. Yep. Super. Well, thank you both very much. Do either of you have any closing remarks? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'm happy to. So I think that one of the things that um, is important to know, and it, it doesn't matter where you are in the journey along that maturity matrix for your, va for your value analysis process, you've got to continue to make the steps. And it's pretty clearly defined. You can walk through those steps, and you might be at level one on this, you know, for one particular point, you could be at a level three on another, but you've got to continue to make those steps because that's going to be the way that we continue to remove cost from the organization. Thank you very much.